and Jess. All right, so. Interrupting uh, the previously recorded programming. Yeah, uh, we forgot to do the the whole Alpha Bucks letter. Yeah, so your Alpha Bucks letter for tomorrow is the letter D for Thur, Tim and Jess. Which, Come on. honestly, <laughs> that's the example we've been given, D for Thur. And um, I really don't like Thur. It seems really insulting. Like, like yeah. I hate it. It makes me, it, like, I... I just think it's like it's not nice to feel. It's not nice it's to say. It's a very 90s insult. Like, producer Matt over the weekend, he said to me, face. <laughs> I haven't been faced in a while. Well, he is 39 yeah. going on 40, so. <laughs> anyway, returning to regular scheduled yep. programming. There you go. Thank you for being so well rested to download this podcast. What? You've probably had four days off. <laughs> so good. Not everyone had the four days off. But you? I did. So that's how I'm. <laughs> I'm sending that back Honestly, out give me, like, when you woke up on Friday, did a little bit hard of you panic? Like, Well, I did, because of who I am as a person, get up at uh, 10 to 5 and I can sign in on my laptop oh, at home. Oh, Timmy. Oh, yeah. Did you want to get the thing of, oh, yeah, the show you recorded for the public holiday didn't happen? <laughs> no. Hey, yeah, exactly. I slept till 8.30. Oh, wow. So I woke up at <laughs> 4, nice. 4.50, made sure it happened. Then I woke up at 5.50 to make sure it happened again. Yep. And then, yeah, 8.30, I checked again. So, right. you know, cool boy, Tim. <laughs> but after again. that, we had some drinks. Yep. So. <laughs> um, and it was good because, you know, grand final day was this weekend. If you're a Sydney fan, genuinely, I feel gutted for you. That yeah. that can't feel nice. Rough. <sighs> um, to start the podcast today, we probably should just put the news update slash yeah. announcement thing. And that's it. And like we can't go into too much detail, but I don't think we need to. No, no, no. You look. We not to take anything away from what you're about to hear no, no, that no. went to air this morning. Uh, this is Tim and I's last week. Yeah, this will be on the, the hit fifth breakfast last, show. Fifth last podcast. Um, uh, thank you so much for to you know being with us and and joining us, and we'd love to you know chat to you throughout throughout the week if yeah. you want to tune in live to the show as well. Yep. So we'll play the announcement. Now, so you can get all the details. Let's just have, Jess, we've always said this, have a bit of fun. Yeah. Have a bit of fun this always. week on the show. Thank you. Tim and Jess. We do have some news for you this morning, and it's better to just rip the Band-Aid off. Go on, Timmy. just you, get it done. Can you, can you do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're feeling a bit nervous, but no, I, this is going to be Jess and myself's last week here on the Hip Breakfast Show. So, yeah, finishing Friday the 30th of September. You know, finishing in the school holidays when yeah. it's a little bit quieter. We thought that was going to be <laughs> probably a bit. No, it's, it, there's an opportunity and essentially there's just some stuff going on and we'd like to be closer to our families. Yeah. And yeah, it's been, it's been a, a few crazy moments over the last couple of weeks to yeah. trying to figure out whether to stay, whether to go. But It um, wasn't an easy decision at all by any means, but honestly, leaving this job is one of the toughest things we've ever had to do. We have loved broadcasting to you all over Victoria and the border communities. For the last two years, yeah. Yeah. Um, for those who were with us before that, um, you know, we appreciate you sticking with us for the last couple of years. I know that... We didn't was... re- really leave you much choice. No. We, were, we were just on the radio and you had to listen, so... <laughs> but we've had an absolute ball, uh, you know, travelling around for our, our spelling bee, uh, for the, the great Victorian Freedom Tour. Yeah. Uh, you know, being able to get out and about and be a part of your communities every single day has been an absolute pleasure. We are going to have is just like, it's going to be a normal week. Like mm-hmm. where this isn't like a, oh no, this is, we're just going to have a normal week. We're going to have the same amount of fun we normally have. Cause the best part about this job is getting to have that fun every single morning, whether it's you calling up and we're trying to spell your name on the radio <laughs> or we're doing something silly. It's always great fun. And I'm excited because it's been like, you're like saying Jess, the last two years, 
especially during lockdowns and COVID, like I find ourselves in a really privileged position. We Mm -hmm. got to come to work. We got to speak to people when people couldn't leave their houses, getting like getting us through that because everyone was in their own battle. And in return, you all got us through that as well. It was a very tough couple of years. I feel like we've all bonded from that. Yeah, we're Um, pals. We're mates. We're almost cousins at this point, I think. (laughs) I think it's getting closer to that point. But honestly, uh, so excited to be a little bit closer to to family and it's going to be a fresh start. Yeah. So look, we're leaving you in very capable hands. Uh, You'll have all of that announced in the next few weeks, I'm sure. Uh, But until then, 30th of September, this Friday is going to be our last show. Yep. So we're going to have some fun. Please join us. Yes. 131060, get involved as much as you can this last week and we cannot wait to celebrate with you. Tim and Jess. In the AFL Grand Final on Saturday, it was, look, Bit of a blowout, yeah. uh, but it's still a good day out for a lot of Aussies, a lot of Victorians. Not for Sydney Jeff. Swans fans. <laughs> and it's fun It's fun to try and predict, you know, what's going to happen mm-hmm. during the game because at the end of the day, it's probably the most viewed AFL game of the year. Uh, so people that know lots or little about the sport like to make bold predictions. Honestly, it was um, probably the third game of football I watched all year. <laughs> Huge for you. Um, we did this on Friday, and we're going to do it again because we're, if anything, we're keeping you accountable, Jess, of your mm. predictions for the AFL Grand Final because you are a sports nut, as you just said, three whole games. I That's know. almost ten. <laughs> so let's jump into it. Go! Go get him. I don't know. What do sports things? This is why I don't do sports reports. Jess's Thought of Sport. Yeah, you know me. Bringing you the footy news you need to know. What uh... is this? Uh, <laughs> bloody Fox footy over here? <laughs> now, Jess, um, you... You were very bold with your predictions. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. Now, I have four predictions here that you made Wednesday on the show because we had a bit of a four-day weekend. Um, <laughs> and it, let's fairly assess if you got these correct or Okay. Not. All right. Here is prediction number one. I reckon it's going to be a close one. I reckon <laughs> it's going to be real tight, but Geelong's going to come out on top. Wow. So, sort of. Geelong came out on top. In a close one. Okay. It was close when the in game the hadn't started. <laughs> so, unfo- but look, yes, you did say Geelong was going to win. Now, you, we were saying like, all right, what's the halftime situation going to be? This is what Jess said Wednesday on the show. Sydney's going to be ahead at halftime and Geelong's <laughs> going to come smashing it in at the end. Again, almost there. Again, this is what I said to you before this. When did we were, they come smashing it in? Yes. Were you, Sydney ahead at halftime? <laughs> no, they weren't. Sydney were never ahead. Ever. For the whole game, Jess. <laughs> So again, you're, I'm, we'll give you half a point for the first one. Yep. Half a point for this one. Uh, the Norm Smith medal winner. I don't think uh, anyone would have predicted I this. I remember who I said. Uh, I reckon uh, it's either going to be uh, Patrick Dangerfield or Jeremy Cameron. Unfortunately, it was Jeremy. Isaac Smith. <laughs> Only two players I knew. Yep. Good job. <laughs> and um, we did get you. I was like, all right, let's get into the nuts and bolts of this, Jess. So yep. you've got one point all up. You've got a point of five, a point five, a nothing. This is the margin you predicted Geelong to win by. Okay, give me an exact margin. Geelong by? 14. Points? Yep. Okay, great. If <laughs> if it's not, you owe me $100. <laughs> I meant goals, actually. Well, Jess. <laughs> 14 goals. It is funny you say that because Geelong won by 81 points, which is just three points away from 14 goals. <laughs> See, that's what I meant. That's yeah. honestly what I meant. Are you sure? It's not my fault you misunderstood me. <laughs> I clarified and said <laughs> points and you said, yeah. 
What was the what was the thing that caught you most by surprise? Because we have talked about it genuinely today. I was blown away by the amount of grown men having a cry because of how so proud they were tears. and how happy they were. It was beautiful, Jeff. Yeah, and like a lot of the obviously the whole last quarter, it was like a, a victory lap. Honestly, yeah. they didn't even need to play the last. Honestly, quarter. Honestly, half of them could have started running around the lap <laughs> and running around the ground and not being in their positions, and they still would have won by fourteen goals. Now, great game though. Good go footy. <laughs> Get that fun feeling in the morning. Tim and Jess. If anything, I'm just defending myself on the show at the moment. And people <laughs> like myself that uh, got a joining license in primary school. And you might be asking yourself, the heck are you talking about? I boy? remember pen license. Yeah. You yeah had I think to that's use, a very Australian thing. Yeah. Had to use grey lead until you got your pen license. Then you could start using your biro in class. In my school, after you got your pen license, and we've just discussed, maybe it was the high and the popularity of the pen license, my school introduced a joining license yeah. for cursive. And the reason we're talking about it is because apparently cursive handwriting in Australia is starting to be phased out. Not because of any other reason other than people have just stopped doing mm-hmm. it. Like it doesn't, why do we join it? <laughs> It like it makes it more confusing. We got a it? message from Market Hit uh, Vic Breakfast. He okay. said that he thinks it might be our age, Tim. He reckons his theory is that the early nineties when they started phasing out the the joining okay. license. All right. Well, I I started going to school in ninety nine. Okay. Well, that throws his theory out okay. the window. <laughs> uh, Raquel in Shepparton on thirteen ten sixty. Do you have a joining license too? Yes, I do, and I'm very proud of that. Congratulations, yes. Raquel. Is, do you carry it on your person thank you, thank at all you. times? Or? Yes, I do. I've got it on a little lanyard on myself, yes. <laughs> That's so great. Raquel, is it something that, do you think it's more, like, prestigious than, a than like, a pen license? Yes, I do. I think it's fancy. Mm. Don't give anyone a pen license, don't they? I've <laughs> exactly. got a pen license. <laughs> I put lots of hours of practice into getting that license, you know. But I'll tell you what, Raquel, after like when we were doing some little practicing of cursive, we all got tasked to write the same sentence here at the radio station. My, It's it's like I haven't driven a car in 20 yeah. years. I'm like, what am I doing here? I have no idea. It was like something like, hello, my name is Tim. And it was just like... Bruh, bruh, bruh. You know that saying like, oh, it's as easy as riding a bike. Um, Tim has ridden off the cliff, yeah, honestly, with gone. his cursive. cursive Raquel, can you send us a photo of your joining license, please? Yeah, and I'll, I'll go one better. I've actually taught my children how to do it because they thought it was fancy too. And they're like, well, we can go to school and be like, hey, look what I can do. So it's like a skill that, <laughs> you know, that, yeah, exactly. It did, is a flex. Did so, you award them a, a joining license or are they then, joining illegally? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell anyone. Again. Okay, okay. <laughs> smart, 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 smart. All right. Uh, Emma in Malawala, you also have a joining license? I do have a joining licence, yes. I went to school down in Melbourne um, in the western suburbs and when I first got my pen licence and that was a blue pen Yep. and then when I got my joining licence, I got a red pen. <laughs> they gave out pens as like awards? But or red, red is the least, like you really shouldn't be filling in any form with a red pen. No, you shouldn't. No, that's that's purely no, for correction. It's purely for cursive, Tim. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Red is for marking. Um, so black a blue and pen blue license and a red pen license. Oh my oh god! My god. Just, they really I had, had a quiet license. term three. Had the license to correct other people's. Oh my god, <laughs> Emma! How long were these uh, <laughs> a, a ceremonies at your school to present all these licenses? Not that long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and here's your blue pen license, and then 30 kids get up on stage. Now, Emma, is, do you still have any of your joining or your pen licenses? No, I don't. That's, I don't think 
pens either. Another oh, no. person joining and writing <laughs> illegally. Emma, um, hopefully you can outrun the joining police and the pen police because they're hot on your tail now. That's it. Tim and Jess on hit. The <laughs> AFL Grand Final, um, if you have been unfortunately living under a rock, was won by the Cats by 81 points. Now, if you're a big Cats supporter, this would have been huge for you. Yeah. And I tell you what, it. I always find it, again, never been in this situation as a supporter of a team that's won a Grand Final <laughs> Like by a lot, and you know, it's like Richmond when they beat GWS a few years mm. ago. They knew they were going to win for a while, but imagine that confusing energy being a supporter, being one of the players. And we did see a lot of the footage where Tom Hawkins, their full forward for Geelong, he was almost in tears halfway through the last quarter because oh. he was starting to realise what was going on. As I've said many times this morning, Tim, the fourth quarter may as well not have been played. <laughs> like honestly, it was just a victory lap for the Geelong Cats at that point. I tell you what, I was. It's not that I never liked the Geelong Cats football team. Mm. I just they weren't one of my favourites, right? But they, I don't know why, but like. I was really impressed by Joel Selwood and the way he spoke and how he reacted to winning the grand final. He's the mm-hmm. captain of the club. I was really has, impressed with Tom Hawkins. Has Isaac he made Smith. any announcements yet, Joel Selwood? I think a lot of people think he's going to retire. Yeah. I could see him maybe playing another year. He's right. a very, very good player. A lot of the chat now is that he should be inducted into the legend Hall of Fame oh, status wow. era okay. because he's kind of that impact on the, the club. And, like... It was it was a shame that the game was so one sided and Sydney they're probably licking their wounds and not feeling that oh, fantastic. Yeah. But it was ju- it was really cool to see how much it meant to a lot of those players. And you got to realize, especially after the last few years, to be able to play in Melbourne in front of um, what I'm assuming is all, all of their families, all of their mm. mates and their kids, like that that must be so special, right? Well, and uh, something I've been seeing a lot of this weekend, Tim, in the news coverage is that um, Geelong was a, a much older team. So for Sydney... The, they fielded the oldest team in AFL history. Yeah, which is huge, right? Everyone was talking about it like it was going to be a disadvantage to them, and it turned out to be a huge advantage for them for the whole game. Now, uh, unfortunately, if you weren't listening on Wednesday, we could have, spoiler alert, we actually found out from a psychic rat <laughs> that this was going to happen. Bendigo Bean is our psychic animal, because you I see these around these big sporting events. Oh, there's an octopus that mm. went to this seahorse and ate it, and that means Germany's going to win the World Cup. Blah, Our blah, rat blah. bean, uh, or should I say listener Amber's rat bean, yeah. uh, he will spin for a treat yep. sometimes, which was the perfect way to decide who was going to be the winner of the grand final. Was it Sydney? Was it Geelong? Here's what happened on Wednesday. So I've got a strawberry for him this morning, so that's one of his favourites. Okay, he's now just sniffing it. He's looking at it. He's actually got a good attention on it. And he's spinning. Oh! oh he's Geelong! spinning. Geelong's going to win the grand final. <laughs> wow, Amber. Bean, good rat. How fast was Bean spinning? Uh, he's uh, spinning pretty, pretty quick. That's why we think they won by so much, because it was a mm-hmm. quick spin by Bean. And Bean is, I believe, three from three with psychic predictions on this show. Just such a good... It's good to yeah. have a, access to a psychic rat sometimes. Un- unfortunately, there is one of the AFL uh, Premiership medals is currently missing. Well, they kind of know where it is. They just can't get their hands on it. Jeremy Cameron, full forward for Geelong, put it on one of his uh, baby cows, his yeah. calves, um, at 4 a.m. in the morning, and then smacked it on the bum and it ran off into the paddock. Honestly, obsessed with watching all the videos coming out of the Geelong Football Club at the moment. Yeah, uh, uh, celebrate responsibly is all I have to say for that. Tim and Jess. My wife committed what I believe to be one of the ultimate sins of, uh, I guess, sharing a house together. Mm -hmm. The other day, uh, I was getting out of the shower, picked up my towel, 
sopping wet, Jess. Oh. I, 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 oh, I just, <laughs> just the dampness of this towel was unbelievable. And I was like, what is going on? It was like Friday morning or something. And yeah. I said to my wife, I was like, hey, did you drop my towel in the, the bath or on the floor or something? She's like, oh, no, I, sorry, I used it. Mine was, um, mine was even wetter than that, so I used yours. I was like, well, mine was already wet, so why didn't you get a new one? She was like, meh. I, oh, nah. I, would, I would rather her put my toothbrush in the dirt, <laughs> bring it back not. inside, not wash it, and brush my teeth. I don't know why. It's just because if you're a bloke, Jess, yeah. I look at where my wife and I uh, shower. She gets out. She puts the towel over her, dry within a millisecond. Mm. 90% of my body is covered in hair. I was going to say, you're a hairy boy. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're, it's, it's just my towel. My, I reckon I get three days out of a towel. She could get a month. It's just insane. My boyfriend actually has to like wick away the yeah, water before he gets out. What I do, and I'll give you, so I do a arm, yeah. arm, chest, ham, 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 leg. You just leave the leg. butt? No, that's that's in the... the oh, okay. That's the in the ham, ham. section. The ham. Sorry. I start, start at the at the top of the... I couldn't see what yeah. the ham you were yeah, referring sorry. to. <laughs> Different kind of ham. The rump. Yeah. And I I just don't think, even with your wife, your husband, your partner, mm. Sharon Tails is a no. Yeah. Absolutely is a no. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Like, um, Akshay plays it very fast and loose. Your boyfriend, yeah. Uh, like, sometimes he'll walk out wearing, like, my towel. And I'm like, what are you doing, sir? <laughs> Maybe you need to be less formal with him. Maybe you need to be more direct. See him as an equal instead of a superior. A Jared in Shepparton, of course you think this is okay. What do you mean? Well, I mean, come on. You, you showered first, so everything that would normally not touch each other's been cleaned and all that sort of stuff. So what's what's the big deal? I mean, you do stuff with your missus, you know, so yeah. How dare you, Jared? You're bumping that, uglies that anyway, my dear. wife. Oh, you, I know you love her very, very much, mate. We can tell. But, you know, there are things that you do, you know. So, yeah, what, what's the issue, mate? It's a wet towel. I've never, not once. No, not I. Uh, <laughs> it's just because a towel's one of those things. It's like, isn't there that joke? Like, what's that one thing that gets dirtier as you get? It's like the towel is the whole thing. Like, I it's, that was soap. No. It gets cleaner as no, you get you dirtier get as you get clean. clean. Yeah. That's well, soap, not a towel. Well, so is my attitude at the moment. But, Jared, don't you, like, when you're drying yourself off, like, that's. Like that's that wet towel that's starting to build like bacteria and whatever, not mold yet, I hope, but it's like, that's your dirty water that you're getting off you. Mate, I have like two, I use the towel for like two days and then it's into a fresh one, mate. So yeah, I, I'm getting to that point. I don't know why, if I'm wetter than usual, but yeah, my towel, I used to go for a week with a towel and now it's like two a or three week? days. A week? That was a savage, mate. That's a savage. Yeah. Guy. I don't know. Just using your towel. Yeah. I don't, honestly, I don't think your wife's going to use your towel if you keep it around Not for anymore, a week. no. That's right. After a week, hell no. <laughs> that was Tim and Jess's podcast. 